Hello, everybody. Welcome to Thinking Curious, where we unpack abstract ideas that are wrapped up in stories to discover truths that can help us live well and encourage us in our pursuit of purpose. I'm Jessica, your host. Since we just celebrated Christmas and will soon celebrate the Feast of Epiphany, I brought you a story that draws its importance from gift-giving. The story is The Gift of the Magi, and it was written by O. Henry, an American author known for his surprise endings. While studying the story and the author, I discovered many things about O. Henry. The first is that O. Henry is a nom de plume or pen name for the writer, whose real name was William Sidney Porter. He was born on September 11, 1862, in Greensboro, North Carolina during the Civil War. He died June 5, 1910, in New York City. The second thing is that he did not live a long life, but it was filled with twists and turns. For example, when he was 19, he became a licensed pharmacist, and he worked in his uncle's drugstore. Later, he moved to Texas for his health, learned to be a cook and shepherd, and learned some German and Irish from working with immigrant farmhands. He was also a gifted guitar player and mandolin player, enjoyed an active social life, was married, and became a father. But wait, there's more. He was accused of embezzlement, fled to New Orleans, then Honduras, befriended a train robber, and wrote his first book while holed up in a hotel. He returned to Texas when the news reached him that his wife was dying of tuberculosis. After her death, he served three years in prison for the embezzlement charge. While in prison, he served as pharmacist and began writing short stories to support his daughter. This is when O. Henry became famous. His life choices caused him to have many diverse experiences with diverse people, in diverse places, in diverse occupations, in diverse societies. And it makes me wonder if this is why his stories are about ordinary people navigating life's twists, turns, and struggles with unexpected endings. O. Henry skillfully uses literary techniques that draw the reader's attention to meaning that is not found lying on the surface. Readers have to pay attention to the clues and pick them up as they are woven throughout the story. So get comfortable as we discuss the story elements taken from the analysis of The Gift of the Magi from the Thinking Curious Review. The setting is Christmas Eve in a New York City apartment where a young loving husband and wife share their lives. The narrator draws the reader in by calling attention to the condition of the apartment. He says, Take a look at the home, a furnished flat at $8 per week. It did not exactly beggar description, but it did certainly have the world on the lookout for the mendicancy squad. Today we would say, this couple is barely getting by. The narrator explains that the husband's income had been greater at $30 per week, but is currently $20 per week. So his pay has been reduced by one third. This information puts into proper perspective that $8 a week for rent is really a stretch for them. The narrator makes it clear that their financial struggle has not reduced their love for one another. So their current living condition is not itself the problem of the story. The main characters are Mr. and Mrs. Young. The narrator mentions their youth more than once, so it seems likely that O. Henry gave them this last name to make a point. Jim, the husband, is the breadwinner whose loaf is now one-third smaller. Della is his wife whose financial management and negotiation skills keep them from living on the street. She has even managed to scrape together some savings. The story's problem comes to light on Christmas Eve, 
when we find Della counting out her savings. $1.87, and the next day would be Christmas. Only $1.87 to buy a present for Jim. Della's reaction to the financial restriction imposed upon her buying power is described by the narrator. In short, Della had herself a good cry. Now there are two objects greatly valued by both Della and Jim. The first is Jim's gold pocket watch, which was passed down to him from his father and grandfather. He's got history with his pocket watch. Besides its monetary value, the watch contributes to his sense of identity. The second is Della's long, beautiful hair, described as falling around her, rippling and shining like a cascade of brown waters, reaching below her knee almost as a garment. We can deduce that she has grown it for years. Beyond its beauty, it's part of who she is. Considering that our characters have very few earthly possessions, it's no wonder that the objects they value most are familiar objects that they've cared for that serve to support their sense of identity. The plot moves forward through Della's actions. She emerges from her sorrow when suddenly she's inspired to sell her hair to purchase Jim's Christmas gift. And that's exactly what she does. Then she rushes out to purchase a platinum fob chain for Jim's gold watch. She searches high and low through every store until she finds the perfect gift. Her joy at having a present for Jim satisfies the readers as they watch Della busy herself waiting for Jim to return home for dinner. I'm not going to finish the story with you since the ending is meant to surprise the reader and I don't want to spoil it for those of you who've not yet read it. However, we still need to think about the theme because there may be more meaning crafted into the story than meets the eye. The author puts the theme of sacrificial giving from love front and center, using the two objects highly valued by both Jim and Della, Jim's watch and Della's hair. We actually can see the theme in action when Della sells her hair to purchase Jim's gift. But honest scrutiny of the story requires that we keep the historical context in mind and draw as much as possible from the author's own words and use of literary techniques. In The Gift of the Magi, one way the author strives to communicate the theme or message of his story is by emphasizing the significance of Jim's watch and Della's hair through the use of illusion. An illusion is a literary technique that makes an indirect reference to a well-known story, person, or event to give the audience a clearer understanding. We recognize this technique used by artists and comedians as well. When we don't understand a phrase of a song, or we don't understand the punchline of a joke, we are often missing the illusion being made. In this case, the author doesn't spell it out for the reader. It's up to the reader to recognize the reference and figure out its purpose in connection with the new story. In The Gift of the Magi, the author uses four allusions to the Bible. Oh, Henry must have been confident that his readers were familiar with the Bible stories or his allusions would not have been effective. Using four allusions found in the same source document is so purposeful that we might wonder if there is a common thread running through these Bible stories. If so, that commonality may be pointing us to meaning less obvious. So let's look more closely at the allusions the author cleverly wrapped up in this Christmas story to see if they affect the theme. The first and second allusions are presented when the author relates Jim's watch to the riches of King Solomon and Della's long beautiful hair to the jewels of the Queen of Sheba. The biblical story of the meeting between the Queen of Sheba and King Solomon of Israel includes a description of their exchange of extravagant, costly gifts 
demonstrating their esteem for one another. The third illusion is presented in Della's proclamation of her immeasurable love for Jim. Her response refers to Jesus' teaching ordinary people that they are of such worth to their Heavenly Father that nothing about them escapes his attention. Jesus tells them, The very hairs of your head are numbered. The fourth illusion is the most obvious because it's found in the title of the story. It's an allusion to the gifts the Magi or wise men brought to the child Jesus. While the significance of Jesus' birth in a stable with a manger for a crib may be lost on some, the Magi, who traveled a great distance searching for Jesus, understood that his birth ushered in a long-awaited king. Their gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh were costly and meaningful, demonstrating their belief that Jesus was worthy of kingly gifts. The common thread running through each illusion is that each speak to the worthiness of the receiver in the eyes of the giver. This element alters the theme of sacrificial giving from love by adding the idea of worthiness. Combining it with the story, the theme may be seen as love giving sacrificially to one who is seen by the giver as worthy of the sacrifice. And this is the belief demonstrated through the actions of both Della and Jim in the gift of the Magi. I think when we're honest with ourselves, we identify with this idea. The worthiness we place on others influences our actions towards them. O. Henry cleverly suggests that the Magi invented gift-giving. However, there was a gift given that occasioned the giving of the Magi's gifts. According to the Bible, the birth of Jesus, God's Son, was an invaluable gift given so that the world might know Him, God's love for them, and to convey the worthiness of the receivers. This sentiment is expressed more fully in the familiar Christmas carol, O Holy Night, as well. The song declares that God's love was made manifest through His meaning-filled gift of Jesus to awaken the souls of men and women to their worth and to enable them to live out God's love for them. For all of you Christmas carolers and curious thinkers and readers, I've included a link to O Holy Night for you to enjoy and a link to the Gift of the Magi so you can read the whole story. Thanks to all the story lovers, thinkers, and curious who joined me today. Tap the follow button or ring the bell to catch the next show we'll be bringing you. Join the Thinking Curious Project to receive podcast announcements and updates, support our work, and receive advanced release of the Thinking Curious Review. The review is a deeper analysis of the topics that generate the ideas shared during the podcast.